What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Invite Only Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cara Maria. And this is Polly Calafuri. And this is our first remote session of Invite Only. Yeah. We are popping on, like, with all the basics from I'm in Boston, he's in Jersey, and we just, I just sent him this article. He has yet to read it. I'm going to give you a little Christmas story time. Um, It's going to be a 100% pure reaction from me. Uh, I, so, read, I read the headline of the article. I've got I've got a lot that I think I want to say, but I got to hear what the article is because context is everything. So it Cara, totally, take this away. So this is an article and he knows that I lurk around the internet and this just kept popping up. And I don't know if it's because it's Christmas time. This is a Christmas related article about certain gifts that you could give your significant other. But this goes above and beyond what a normal uh, bouquet of flowers and, uh, you know, a, a diamond necklace would be. How about this a pearl necklace? A, only if it's homemade. So this article popped up on Reddit. It's been all over the place. It's from the Telegraph, the which way, is you a look UK. So cute with like those little like double ponytails and every like handlebars. You, very, you look very beautiful today. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Continue. I love it, and you look handsome too. This is an article from the Telegraph. It is titled "Why Men Should Give Their Wives a Cheat Pass This Christmas." It's from 2018 by Rosa Silverman. And if we have some, you know, extra questions at the end of this, and we're like, "This is a little wild," and we want to get her on a future podcast, we'll put that out there. Um, but I'm gonna read the article and sit back and enjoy this Christmas story, and then we will have quite the reactions once I'm done. Are we ready? I'm ready. Story time. When I told my husband I was interviewing a writer who thinks men should give their wives a cheat pass this Christmas, he understandably had some questions. How would the wife find somebody suitable for the occasion, he wondered, which would not be my first question, but okay. We were talking in the abstract, of course, and I deemed it safer to treat this as rhetorical. I assured him that, yes, it was all very unfeasible and concluded that he'll more likely gift me jewelry. But Wednesday Martin, whose latest book, untrue, explores why nearly everything we believe about women in lust and infidelity is wrong, is not being flippant. We now know long-term relationships are harder on female desire than on male desire, she says. Many experts now believe monogamy is a tighter fit for women than for men. This Christmas, gift your wife something she really wants, something truly exciting, a hall pass. This For the uninitiated, is an agreement between partners in a romantic relationship that one or more both may sleep with other people. You'd have one if, say, you were into polyamory, which involves having intimate relationships with more than one partner with the consent of all partners involved. Are you confused yet or just wondering how the logistics would work? Never mind how on earth to broach the topic with your significant other. Martin, when we meet in a boutique in a hotel in South Kensington during your visit to London from the U.S., has plenty of answers, starting from the premise that we're only now beginning to understand women's sexuality properly. She explains that contrary to popular opinion, women tire of their sexual partners faster than men and need just as much sexual adventure and novelty as as their male counterparts, if not more. In one study, men's desire tapered off slowly over seven years, whereas women's female desire plunged in the first one to four years, she says. Now the new data are helping us understand it's not that women like sex less than men do. 
It's that men are better at wanting what they already have, and women struggle more with the same old familiar partner over and over. Martin believes that the Me Too movement, I think which was strong around 2018, 2016, 2017, that time, has also been behind the shifting sands. Female sexuality used to be women being sexy for men. Now, thanks to Me Too and activists and journalists, we're seeing female sexuality is its own thing, not an extension of male desire. Me Too. A few pages later, Martin. Honestly, my, my just, ADHD is kicking it. You lost go. me like four minutes ago, <laughs> dude. Like, uh, like next just... time you want to read a 10 minute boring ass fucking article, let me know. I'm you so know serious. Then let's like, rock and roll with what we got, babe. Like, is there anything important that, that finishes that article um, off? Because, like, it, I think. It ends. I, I, like, I don't even, I don't even know what to talk about or begin about because that article took so many different shifts and it I made know. absolutely no sense. And like the things that they were trying to piece together, like have nothing to do with one another. Like, let's just rock and roll with what we know. We don't need to read this whole damn thing. Like I, I've got ADHD. So like, I, you know, the second Why? that the how first about, how two about minutes just... went by, I was like, this person who wrote this article is an idiot. Um, and then for the reasons why I thought they were an idiot in the first two minutes, more two minutes went by and I was like, this person's even dumber than I thought. Okay. Um, and then, you know, once I forgot about the first two minutes, because I was focusing on the two minutes after that, two more minutes went by and I was like, uh, okay, now this person's trying to tie in different things and, and make it some type of political statement. Yeah. Um, which like, if you're trying to make a scientific, like, like fucking statement or like you're trying to make an opinion or whatever like you lose me the second that you try and make it political mm -hmm. second so, second you try and make it political i don't care what it is i don't care left or right second you try and make a point that you're trying to make political fuck you i immediately think that you have an agenda behind whatever it is you're writing right like like and and i don't need to go into detail but like People on the right do it. People on the left do it. And and anybody who is for the right, for the left, against the right, against the left, like, you know, you know when somebody's trying to tie in a piece to fit a narrative. And that's exactly what this piece um, is doing. And I'm tired. I'm fed up with it. I hate the left and the right. I think most people fall in the middle um, than, than, than what, the, what the media and what social media try and put on. And I think a lot of us are just, we're tired of it. We're fed up with it. This article is so dumb on so many levels because it's like, one, why do you need this to be a Christmas present? Like, other than the fact that you're trying to continuously break down things that mean something to one another, right? Christmas is such a special holiday right now. Granted, it is also a very hard holiday. Like if you've lost a loved one. If you don't have a loved one, if you're spending it alone, I understand, totally understand. Um, the holiday season is a time of joy and also a time of <clears throat> also a time of like very much like hardship. OK, um, but like suggesting this on that day, like why pick this day? You could pick any day of the year. That's right. True. Like, why does it have to be today? Like, have this conversation for maybe, I don't know, Valentine's Day. If I was really just about to say. It's <laughs> like Valentine's Day is already meant to be either I'm single and I'm trying to fuck somebody. I'm single and I'm trying to be alone or I'm in a relationship and I'm either having a special moment with mm -hmm. my partner or I'm exploring something with my partner. Like Valentine's mm -hmm. Day is that holiday. Like, why write this about 
Christmas. Why make it about Christmas? So first of all, fuck you for that. I love um, you. You're cute. Second of all, like, let me ask an honest question. And this isn't for, you know, I mean, Cara, you could chime in on this, but this is for, you know, you, you ladies out there. Um, because I see a lot on the internet. How satisfied are you with like the current status of men? Like this article was written in 2018. All I see you guys complain about on the internet is you wish that you had a strong man to just sweep you off your feet and just like, you know, like romance you, fuck your brains out. Like all this, all you guys complain about is how you can't come. Mm -hmm. Guys don't know where the clitoris is and all this stuff. Well, I'm sorry. So sorry. But do you ever start to think that? Maybe these guys fucking like suck and don't give a fuck about like the relationship because articles like this were written in 2018 and all of you started jumping on the, the train of like, yeah, yeah, fuck monogamy. Totally fine. Like, listen, polyamorous, like fluid, all this stuff. I get it. And like, it has to be done the right way. And the right way is having a communication. We just went over this in our first episode that we just did with Sean. Like the first episode we dropped, we went over this. Like, first of all, you got to be out of 10. So if all of a sudden you're just like suggesting this as like a fix and you guys aren't at a 10 already, it's going to cause more problems uh, than not. And who's to say that this is going to solve the problem? Like if it's done the wrong way, it has to be done the right way. Right? Like all I see it, you know, on the internet is men are trying to trash women about being high value women are trying to trash men about toxic masculinity toxic masculinity but you know aside from that like uh, like anything else right and here's the thing that you need to understand about polyamory is the rules have to apply to both and i think that that's where a lot of people get lost in translation right so you need to be on the same page as your partner first of all if you're a man and you're suggesting this you need to be all right with your partner also. And I'm going to put it bluntly, right? Because I don't think people like register it in their brain when they think of this, right? They only think of themselves selfishly, right? So if you're a man and you want to go out and you want to fuck somebody, make love to somebody, do whatever, just picture your partner also getting fucking railed or love made to them, right? I want you to think about them coming over and over and over again from somebody else. Once you put that in your brain and you become okay with that, then you might realize that you're all right with um, polyamory. But if you put that thought in your brain and you're not okay with it, then you are only thinking selfishly. And same thing, vice versa, ladies, because um, I'm going to call you out a little bit. A lot of you were fucking insecure. A lot of you were insecure. And a lot of you want to live this lifestyle of like, I can do what I want. I want to do what I want. Totally fine. Sure. How would you feel if your man was going out constantly, always hitting on women, always being hit on by women? And then, you know, because your relationship isn't spicy enough, feels like he needs to get something from them that he can't get from you. So my thing is, First, explore the boundaries within yourself, within your own relationship, okay? Then explore the boundaries with your partner and another person. And then if you would like to, 
then explore that side of like, hey, we're going to do our whole thing, right? Because then once you start to throw the word cheat in and cheating, it already has a negative connotation to it. So either you're polyamorous or you're monogamous. If you're polyamorous, then you define what the cheating is and if it is actually cheating. But if you're monogamous, then yeah, it's pretty black and white. If you fuck somebody else, it's cheating. I agree, especially with what you said about Christmas, because I kind of I know people are talking about like the ick lately. And I, I do get the ick that it's like, here's the Christmas gift to give your wife. And as open as me and you are and, and how we talk and everything, I felt the same exact way as you. And I agree with everything you say. But as reading the article now, the way that I'm seeing it is they're talking about uh, women's when they're in a relationship, they kind of lose their desire, which is a frequent complaint to men. Like, oh, my wife doesn't want to do it anymore. My girlfriend doesn't want to do it anymore. Like, we hear that a lot. Um, and I don't think the way to fix that is by, well, go sleep with someone else. Get your excitement from someone else. Because I do feel like, even though we talk about, you know, being open and everything like that, I feel like you can have all that with the person that you're with. You know, the polyamory isn't for everybody. And and granted, if you're saying, just give her a hall pass, that's a wild way to just simplify a problem that can be fixed within the relationship. And I think it will cause even I, obviously I way more at, problems I look the at people who think <clears throat> I look at people who think that that is going to solve their relationship problems the same way I look at people who think that just by having children, it's going to solve their relationship problems. Yeah. Oh, our relationship sucks. You know what will fix it and bring us closer together? A fucking child, right? You need to have your shit together when you want to have a child. And I'm not talking about like, you don't have to be perfect, but like, you know, it, and... like, like, like it, it, it makes no sense to me. It's kind of like, Hey, you love your partner on this beautiful holiday. Um, you want to know the best gift you could give her is like letting her get fucked by somebody else. That's almost as bad as like, congratulations, you guys are married. You want to know what a great honeymoon gift would be? Letting your girl get fucking railed out like on, on your honeymoon. But and, and, and this isn't coming like we're saying all this as not someone who's like a stuffy, like uptight, like, you know, single roaded couple. So anybody listening to this podcast, like I, I challenge you to think that your sex life is more wild than mine and Carl's. I challenge you because I guarantee you it's not do your research on us, go back, find articles where we talk (laughs) about this stuff. I guarantee you we are the least vanilla people when it comes to the bedroom. So if we're sitting here saying this article's fucking dumb, yes, the article's fucking dumb. And on top of that, let me add on to the fact that you, that you know with the whole meet two movement there's the good aspects there's the bad aspects and on the bad end i think that we have that women together have just men are toxic men are toxic you know and like barreling down on men being men for so long that like in the context of this article that i'm reading it's almost like someone who's with somebody who's already i'm sorry like a beta type male and do you think that the wife is going to take that hall pass and get with another beta male or is she going to get with a man so i think we need well, to look at like and yeah well there's a lot there's a lot to unpack with that right because you know toxic masculinity came from real men not keeping toxic men in check right like i never i've never had that problem right like i if i saw or heard uh, of a man that was doing things that I deemed toxic, right? Like, you know, getting girls uh, so drunk 
And that's how they, you know, they used alcohol as a weapon in order to sleep with them. They used drugs as a weapon in order to sleep with them. I fucking called those guys out. I put them in check and I fucking put them on notice, right? And I didn't associate myself with those people. And if I saw anything happening and, and people can attest to this, when I was in college, right? And there were parties. I was the guy, because I was mostly sober. I was the guy in charge of seeing if there were girls that were too drunk, mm-hmm. right? Your dad taught and you I made sure that I grabbed those girls and I grabbed their friends and said, mm-hmm. your friend is too fucking drunk. Either, either you're taking her home right now or we're all taking her home right now. And we're putting her in fucking bed and we're fucking making sure that somebody's there watching her so that she can't get back out of the room and get in trouble, right? Because there's horror stories of that, right? And there's a lot of people that hide behind that. But that's where toxic masculinity came from. And I do believe that that needs to be weeded out. And I do believe that men need to be called out and held accountable for their actions. The problem with the Me Too movement is the second it became weaponized against all men. And the thing is, the same way that um, real men not holding toxic men accountable enough caused the problem of toxic masculinity, I think real women not holding the toxic fucking women accountable is a fucking problem with how that movement got weaponized because you are not going to sit here and tell me that you have never encountered, encountered a crazy woman. You're not going to sit here and tell me that you've never encountered a woman who's lied. You're never going to sit here and tell me that you haven't encountered a woman that has done things vindictively or maliciously to fucking hurt somebody. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think we as a population need to start looking at things as right and wrong and not male versus female, female versus Mm -hmm. male. It's right and it's wrong. Okay. Where does it lie? Right. Because I've, I've been in, I've been in relationships where women have lied about being pregnant in order to try Mm -hmm. and keep the relationship going. Right. I've had relationships where when I've left girls have lied about having STDs in order to keep conversations going. Right. Like these are things that people do, right? And there has been numerous cases where it has been found out that women have lied about sexual misconduct that has happened between them and men. So I think what needs to happen is women need to regulate themselves. Men need to regulate themselves. And there needs to be a clear definition of good and bad. And there can't be this whole thing where it's like, she's a fucking liar and she's fucking crazy, but she's a woman. So I got to fucking support it. I would never sit there and be like, He's a rapist. He beats his fucking wife, but he's a man. I got to support him. I would never in a million mm-hmm. years do that. And I think and that's cor- where, where, where we need to go with this because this whole relationship thing could easily be solved. And easily. I think the, and tying the, the Me Too movement into it is like, what does that have to do with fucking? Well, I think, I think that, I think the well, cause it's like pro feminist. And I think within the context of the article and the writer, I see where they were going with that from where they were coming from. Feminist um, is is about equality. Right? I agree. So equality right. is yeah, be as sexual as you want to be, mm-hmm. um, fuck however many people you want to fuck, but just just know like what what comes with that, right? Like as a man, if I'm fucking a lot of girls, um, a good girl is not going to look at me and be like, you know what, that's the guy I want to fucking settle down with and start mm-hmm. a family. I think the core you know I mean? of I think the core of the Me Too movement at its at its heart at its root um, was was it's a good thing and it's something that needed to happen. I think it was I agree. 
it was skewed and I think it was taken advantage of. Obviously, there's always going to be bad actors in, in any situation. And I think it sadly turned into something, I think, that just demoralized, it just demonized all men. It wasn't just about the bad men and, and speaking your truth in, in things that have happened to you. I think it just yeah. kind of... And, it just kind of shut down to, all men in a way me, that I feel like I feel like men were afraid to just be strong men. Like even women are like, I'll pay for my own dinner. I'll pay for this. I'll do this. Well, and I'll, I'm an independent woman, which well, is like, cool. I see. I and totally fine. Right. I, I think that men should pay for, you know, women's mm -hmm. dinner and all that stuff. Right. But if you want to be an independent woman, go ahead. Like, mm -hmm. go ahead. Make your own money. Do your own thing. Um, here's where you need to keep the same energy, right? You cannot demonize an entire group and then turn yeah. around four or five years later and complain, men don't hit on me. Men That's aren't aggressive saying. enough. Men yes. don't fuck me hard enough. Men don't, you're goddamn right, they don't. They're all because afraid. <laughs> why the fuck, why the fuck, if I'm having a one night stand with somebody, would I just fucking toss them around a fucking room and fucking choke them and spank them and tie them up and do all that shit? Why the fuck would I do that? So even that's if she asked. Even, <laughs> like, even, if she, <laughs> even if she asked to do it, even if she asked to do it, why the fuck would I do that right now? Mm -hmm. Okay, I would. I would never. If if you and I were not like who we are, I would not fucking do it. Even to the point of like okay. where women have made men so afraid to even. I know we're going off, but like even just to to be a man and to hit on him and to say hi, it's like I'm just here by myself. I don't want you. Like don't talk to me or whatever. Well, and then they're like. Well, like, How do I? They're like, no guys talk to me. It's like you don't want them to. You push them well, away. Like, you well, demonize like, them. Here, you shame here, them on, on the internet. Hold on. Keep that. Keep that same energy because it's like the the guy who has the confidence and the balls to come and hit on you in public. That's the creep. But the photographer that DMs you to take naked fucking photos of yourself. That's the one. That's the trustworthy guy. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah. the trustworthy guy. Like. A stranger on the internet sliding into your DMs and being like, hey, I'm a photographer. Check out some of my work. I'll shoot you for free as long as you, uh, you know, shoot naked for me. That's not the creep, but the guy fucking hitting on you in the line at Starbucks or, you know, coming up to you at Barnes & Noble or coming up to you at the bar. That's mm -hmm. the creep. Like, make it make fucking sense at least, right? Like, and I have no problem if you want to go and do those shoots and everything, but like, at least know what the fuck it is and be honest with yourself about what it is. Whatever you want to tell yourself, Hey, it's for my, my marketing and it's for this, it's for my brand. Cool. Totally fine. Like all about you marketing yourself and you putting yourself out there, but do not sit there and go on the internet and be like, this guy's a fucking creep. Or the popular thing to do is like when girls like to capture guys looking at them in the gym, uh, working out and be like, this is the creep. But the guy who actually takes your nude photos, not a creep. And to, to wrap it all up to going back to like the whole pass, I think, as we've said before, I think that's just an artificial bandaid. And I think that, you know, when it comes to relationships and what's made ours successful for so long in so many roundabout different ways, like I am so happy, like you're my best friend and everything else we have going on. I think it's just, it's, it's communication. It's showing your partner in every day and every little way that they're special. It's making the time for them out of your day. And that goes so much more of a long way. Like I think more women 
than just a hall pass to, for you to be with someone else. You should be able to provide that yourself. You should be able to be that man. You should be able to be that person. And and I agree. But I think it all starts with, with a couple of things, okay? I think as people go on in life, they tend to let themselves go, okay? Mm-hmm. So they meet each other when they're young and hot, both of them. And then either one or both start to let it slip. Make and that's not okay. Okay. So like for me, I pride myself on being in shape, looking good. You pride yourself on being in shape, looking good. So when we look at each other, we're like, damn, they're hot. I want to fuck Six the shit out of that person. Right. Constantly, Polly. And, and, and it's able, but here's the thing is it starts with being the best version of yourself. Women are not attracted to loser men. Okay. That's just the facts. You may look good. What, what else are you fucking providing? Going back right? to the point where and, like and men come thing, home like, and just sit and play video games all day, how is that? Yeah, like, how like is here's that a hot? hall bass. How, here's how a here's that, a magic pill. Here's a band-aid. That, how is that attractive? Like imagine. God. Imagine. Have you ever seen me even play a fucking video game? No. I've never played <laughs> No, a you no, game. you have against me a long time ago when we first started dating and you kept beating me, except for Street Fighter. <laughs> but all the other games right. you beat but me. Once on. again, you you asked me to play the video game. I, I was did. like I, I, like, dude, I, I don't like video games. Fuck that. It, is know. it making me money? No, uh, I'm no. out of here. Um, you know, and the thing is, you can totally live out whatever fantasy you want with your partner. It doesn't need to be yeah. a fucking hall pass. Have you tried role playing? Have you tried anything else? Like, do you communicate? Do you switch it up? Do you take good care of yourself? Right? Like, here's the thing. Like, oh, my, my girlfriend's not in the mood. Well, do my balls smell like shit all the fucking time? Do I smell like shit down there all the time? Am I a fat and, fuck? You know okay, what I mean? to take things like, away from and, and it's not to and it's not to sit there, but it's like, what fantasy is my wife getting if I don't take care of myself? And Holly, vice versa. Like, what to, fantasy am I getting if my girlfriend doesn't take care of herself? Like, hey, what do you smell like down there? Are you okay, putting the right Holly, things in your fucking body? You pause. know what I mean? Like, why am I gonna want to go down there if you smell like shit? Holly. <laughs> I, you're such a man. Like you're just thinking. So aside from aside from just the the superficial, like that that part, I think when it comes to women on a more deeper level, I'm putting this out there that a man, aside from just what do you look like and are you working out, are you are you doing the little things that makes the woman know that she's being thought of and loved? And I'm telling you, the little things that you do when you go out, do you bring her home the snack that you know she loves because you just thought of her, even though she said she didn't want anything? When you go out to the supermarket, you're like, oh, here's a pretty, I'm just going to bring my girl a flower because it'll make her smile. Uh, when you're gone, do you sometimes just leave a note? to say, hey, like you could text, but isn't a note something even more special? Hey, I love you, I just hope you have a good day. Are you doing the little things that that, that is the kind of stuff that'll super glue you, you to have the most loyal woman you could ever imagine who, who loves you to no end? It's the little things that people overlook and that they think they can patch up with, with like I said, the quick Band-Aid or the magic pill. And it's so much more than that. A, a relationship, and I will say this every single time we do a podcast relating to relationships, it is like, you know, people want to take the magic pill to lose weight and look good instead of going to the gym every day. A relationship is like going to the gym every day. You have to put the time in. You can't just ignore it and think that it's going to grow. Yeah, it's, dude, it's just laziness. And and, mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll end it on this, okay? Yep. Look at the demographic of straight couples. What percentage of them are both in fucking good shape, they dress good, they look good, 
Um, they both are aiming to be successful in whatever avenue they do. And they both like take care of each other. Okay. Look at the gay community. How many of them look like shit? Right. True. So I'll just leave it with that. So you straight couples that are looking for fucking hall passes. Okay. Look at the gay couples. They fucking look good. They're and always they in it. shape. They're fucking dressed <laughs> to the fucking nines. And by and they put the right shit in their body. They work out, you know, religiously. And they're you're, fucking horny all the fucking time. Okay. Your wedding day should you not straight, be the last, the last day that yeah, you look good for yeah, your partner. You, you, you straight couples, what do you guys look like? And I don't want to fucking call you guys out, but a lot, lot of you don't look good. And I'm not just talking about from a fitness standpoint. I'm talking about how you put yourself together. So and I'll even, leave it at that. You want to yes. spice up your shit? Look fucking good first. Once you look good, I'm telling you, the lingerie looks better. The fucking harnesses look better. The fucking, you know, the shit you want to do. Yeah, you, you all the fantasies start to become realized because you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is just like the porns I watch. I'm telling you. And and beyond just looking good, make sure you do the little things so that your partner knows how much they are loved and thought of. And I'm telling you, that will go miles and miles and miles to your relationship. And that is a lot easy, a lot better to do the little things every day than that one hall pass at Christmas. And you know what? Will... Instead of giving your partner the gift of a cheat or a hall pass, give them the gift of sharing this podcast to them because this was quite the Christmas special. Okay? Yes! And you're probably going to help out a relationship in need. Just send this to I... them. Don't say anything and say, watch this. I love that. All right, babe. I know you get a busy day, so I'm going to let you go wrap up. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. And if you like the show, make Merry sure Christmas, you follow everybody. us so you never miss an episode. Rate us uh, and keep your eye out for the next one because we got so much more fun to come. Yeah. Well, I love All you, right. baby. I love you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Merry Bye. Christmas, everyone. Give it to me Bye. Like